Welcome to MaryCast. This is Dr. Mark Miravalli, Professor of Theology and Mariology at the Franciscan University of Steubenville. It's a joy for me to talk about the Mother of Jesus. I'm glad you're viewing this. I'm glad we have the opportunity to discuss her. And we are talking about what prevents us from having too much Mary or too little Mary. How do we avoid extremes regarding the Mother of Jesus? Well, let's let's define our terms. Let's let's talk about what does it mean to say too much about Mary. Uh, I want to give an example of something that happened recently, actually in the area of Quebec in uh, in the year 2007. There was a woman who believed that she was receiving apparitions of Mary. And you know, one thing I want to tell you from the get-go on our program. I'm going to speak the truth to you. I'm going to talk about errors. I'm going to talk about specific cases of errors. And I'm going to talk about uh, extremes that are dangerous. And I'm going to talk about the beauty of who the mother of Jesus is. So I'm going to let it fly and speak to you honestly about not only Mary historically, but Mary right now. And the case in point I'm talking about here is a woman who thought she was receiving true apparitions of Mary and they were false. And one clear way we knew they were false was because she was saying that she and the Blessed Virgin Mary combined made up the fourth person of the Trinity. Well, the church had to act because this could cause great confusion to the faithful because it's error, it's false. Mary, my friends, nothing would hurt the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the motherly heart of Mary more than to be put on a level of equality with her son. Her whole purpose in life, her whole being is to bring people to Jesus. So, to, to idolize Mary is a defeat of her whole being. And that's what was happening with this woman. She believed that she and Mary were the fourth person of the Trinity. This is an obvious case of too much. This is a case of what we would call a Marian excess. And let me summarize it by saying, not just in a case like Quebec, but anytime, anytime a person considers Mary to be a goddess, considers Mary to be divine, places Mary on a level of equality with Jesus Christ. This is error, it's blasphemy, it's false, and it can never be connoted as the authentic teachings of the Catholic Church. In fact, seven centuries ago, St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the greatest theologians of all time, asked the question in his Summa Theologica, his summary of theology, he said, should the Mother of God be worshipped with a worship of latria, or adoration. And even though some people look back to the, to the middle, medieval ages and say, well, gosh, they obviously had extremes there, St. Thomas was very clear to say, absolutely not, in no condition, never. You never give an adoration worship to the mother of Jesus, because she's creature. So, too much Mary is whenever anyone places Mary on a level of equality with Jesus, or attributes to her a divine nature. Historically, have there been cases? Well, I just gave you one case, and back in the 4th century, there was a case of uh, women who actually tried to do a type of worship of Mary in, in mass in the form of offering a sacrifice. But, but let's be clear, in that case, this group was already outside of the church. They were a sect. That means they did not have unity with Rome. They weren't united uh, with the Pope, and they consider themselves priestesses to begin with. On occasions, does it happen? Yes, it does happen, because human beings fail. On other occasions, though, let me also add, 
it appears to some that marrying excess is happening, and it's not the case at all. And let me give you a case in point of that. There were a group of South American missionaries who were Protestant missionaries that went to a certain area, a certain country in South Africa, and they saw a, 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 a version, an, an image of a woman nailed to the cross. And the initial response was, well, there you go, Catholics, there again, excess, going too far. And in fact, through later examination, it was made clear that that was a shrine in tribute to a young Christian girl who had been crucified by pagan nomads because they essentially said, you follow a God on the cross, well, then that's where you're going. So it had nothing to do with the Blessed Mother at all. It had nothing to do with the mother of Jesus. It was a, a shrine making reference to the fact that this woman was martyred out of love of Jesus. So, can Mary Nexus happen? Sure. Uh, but let's make sure we don't exaggerate when it does happen. Let's just be true about cases of excess, which always do harm to Jesus, to Mary, to the church, and to everyone of goodwill. So, that's marrying excess. Let's look, though, on the other side of the scale to Marian defect. This is where you have too little Mary, when you don't have enough of the truth about Mary. What are our guidelines for excess and defect? How do we know we have, quote, too little Mary? Well, the foundation of truth rests with, from a Catholic perspective, the vicar of Christ on earth. It rests with the Holy Father. It rests with the church, guided by the Pope as a successor of Peter. And we're going to talk about that too in a moment, but let me simply say at this point, if you don't have a authority which tells you what is true from a Christian perspective, what is not true, what protects the truth that Jesus himself gave us, then you're always going to be in danger of marrying excess, or Marian defect. And quite frankly, you're going to be in danger of every other excess and defect as well. Uh, the reason Jesus gave us a, an authority is because it's not just issues of Mary, but uh, what about a, a question of morals? What about a question of medical ethics? Like when you have Aunt Edna who is in a coma at the hospital and the doctor says, uh, we're going to not give her water. We're going to not hydrate her anymore out of mercy. And you look at your Bible and you search for some wisdom and you look at your concordance and you don't find euthanasia there. You don't find extraordinary means. You don't find code blue. What are you supposed to do? Well, Jesus wants you to know what to do. And that's why he gives an authority in history guided by the Holy Spirit to tell us the truth about Mary, the truth about Jesus, the truth about the church, and even the truth about our moral lives. And so what protects us from excess or defect is the church, is the truth guarded by the church. And in the mind of the church, Mary, in, in the order of defect, in other words, not enough Mary, is anytime you deny what scripture and tradition say is true about Mary. And again, we're going to talk about that in our next segment, but now let's talk about what are indications of too little Mary. For example, when you don't call Mary the mother of Jesus. That's going directly against Scripture, Luke 1. Number two, when you don't call Mary the Immaculate Conception. That also, as we'll talk about, goes against Genesis 3.15, Luke 1, 
28, and the fruits of that in Revelations 12. Anytime you don't call Mary the perpetual virgin, and that also comes forward in Luke 1, and in the understanding of what Mary was as the perfect virgin, anytime you don't say that Mary ended her life by the assumption of her body, based on what? Based on the awareness that the Immaculate One is not going to have corruption of the body. Where does that come from? That comes from Genesis 3, 15, Psalm 131, verse 8, Revelations 11, 19, and Revelations 12, 1. So, and ultimately, anytime you say, the gift of Jesus to me, when Jesus said, behold, your mother, is not a gift I want. Well, whether or not you accept it as a gift, what we're trying to establish is, it was a gift. It's a biblically recorded gift that Jesus gives from Calvary when he says, behold, your mother. He does not say, would you like my mother as your mother? He does not make just an invitation. He's stating a theological fact. Behold your mother. And so, too little Mary is anytime you or I refuse to accept the full truth about her. And that will draw us to the question, where do we get that full truth? This, my friends, is the first question you have to ask and, and discuss in any authentic dialogue about anything, about Jesus, about Mary, about the church, about the sacraments, about the communion of saints, about the holy souls of purgatory, and about whether you and I are going to be saved. Too much Mary, too little Mary, we need a criterion for how we know what is true. That criterion deals with the sources of revelation. And that's why in our next segment, that's what we're going to talk about. What guards us from extremes it is the truth that the church will provide, and we'll talk about that. Thank you, and God bless.